0: That was our that was one thing you could pencil in. We were gonna mess around and lose two games every year that we had no business losing. Bro. Bro, bro, bro. Look at your TV. My TV's not on. Oh shit. Well, breaking
1: news. John Gruden and the Raiders parting ways after a review of email show use of racist, misogynistic, and anti-gay language.
0: Oh no, really. That's crazy. And we
1: are recording when it happened.
0: Don't bother me, I'm working. 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 Don't work. Workin'. 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 Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's another great day to discuss other people's excellence. I am the unforgettable one himself, Mr. Brett Carroll. Charles is always daydreaming, and we're two guys that like BSing at work. And we are five weeks into the season. Five weeks are done. As, as, as of this recording, the Colts and the Ravens are playing Monday night, and no offense to the Colts or the Ravens. We don't really give a damn about talking about them right now, so we're just going to record now. So in our mind, week five is done, and we are now over a quarter of the season in. Usually it's week four, but because we have the extra game. Y'all get it. it? It's week five. Go Ravens.
1: Go Ravens! By the way, if you want to know who yeah, I want to
0: win this game, the Ravens. Yeah, he. he yeah, that doesn't bother me. Like,
1: I it's not supposed to bother you. Just fuck the state of Indiana. I don't understand why it has to be about you. Oh,
0: that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One day we're gonna have to get this on wax about your weird obsession with Indiana. It's not an obsession?
1: With I'm not obsessed with Indiana. I just don't want them to have any sports success. There's a difference.
0: For whatever reason, it doesn't even make sense. Reggie Miller. Reggie. So you know we're supposed what, to be talking about football. Yeah, about. I'm not doing <laughs> this. Right. I'm not doing this right now. I'm not doing this right now. <sighs> oh, God. Football. Okay. Football is done. Week five is all basically in the books. Um, and we want to switch it up a little bit. We're we're gonna talk about our teams for a second, but we wanna try to do something a little bit different, switch it up a little bit. Uh, like I said, the quarter, a quarter of the season is already done and there are a couple, there's a handful of teams that have winning records right now, uh, whether they're three and two, four, one, whatever, or undefeated, um, that we want to talk about if we think they're contenders or pretenders, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. We'll hit some hot topics real quick. Uh, one, let's just get the Steelers stuff out the way. They got a win. Good for them. Uh, offensive line looked better. We were able to run the ball effectively. Which my God changed everything. It's really incredible how just being able to run the ball changes the outlook of your team. Um, and like I said, like I've been saying, Ben is fine. All the people that say oh, he he can't throw anymore, he like, no. This the second week in a row he had a forty-five plus yard touchdown pass, and it went forty-plus yards through the air, right? Like. The only problem with Ben is he cannot move anymore. And when you have a bad offensive line, you can't have a guy back there that cannot move. That's literally the only problem. His arm is fine. Uh, he looked way better last yesterday um, because we were able to run the ball, which means we had balance, which means teams. And this is the Broncos defense, by the way. So before everybody says, oh, who would you play? No, it's the Broncos defense. Like, this is right. a top top five unit in, in the league um, uh, when healthy. Um and we were able to mix it up. They weren't be, They weren't. They got some sacks still because you know they're still. It's still Von Miller. It's still the defense. Um, but for the most part, we were able to mix it up and keep him protected, and and run the ball, and and which opened up the passing game. That's what they need to do. That's what the offensive line needs to do. As a Steeler fan, I'm kind of iffy on the win because we have a Seattle team without Russell Wilson coming in next week. If you win that game, you're three and three, and you're still right in the thick of it. And that scares me because again, I really believe that we should just chalk this year up. But there's too much pride in that locker room to do that. I get it. I well, get, I get it.
1: that. And that's respectable. That's definitely respectable because you never because you're never gonna be mad at a team trying to win. Right. I'm with you. I don't think it's you're not wrong. Nothing you said was wrong. I don't disagree. The the Broncos have had a good defense for the better part of the last decade. So or the last decade now, if we actually think back. But at the same time. I don't consider that an impressive win, and now not to get ahead of ourselves, I'll get into the Broncos later, but as far as the Steelers, I'm with you. You guys look good, but was it an aberration? Is it because the Broncos aren't as good as we think they are, or was it just everything clicked that day, Najee Harris was running all over the place, and let's be real, the Broncos defenders made some bad plays. A lot of those big passes were bad plays where the defenders were trying to get the interception and make the highlight instead of making the play. So I think there's a little bit of both. And you're right. It's not like uh Big Ben looked terrible and he was just getting through the game. I'm not saying he looked like old Big Ben. I think that'd be disrespectful to Big Ben to act like, oh yeah, he's still just as good as he was. No, he just doesn't. Yesterday he didn't suck, which is a big drop off from where he used to be, which is crazy at the same time because is it all just mobility? Was it always just that he had this ability to get out of the pocket and make the play happen no matter what and always look so smooth doing it that we just took it for granted? Because it's still something like, is, I think, me personally, this is just my prediction, that was the aberration game for you guys. I don't think you're going to keep it going. If you guys are three and three, it'll be the most fugazi three and three, unless you guys do go on a run and just make me eat, eat you know, crow on this. I, I just don't think it's,
0: well, here, here's the thing. We we forget there's three rookies on the offensive line, right? So it could just be it's week five and they're finally starting to click, right? Mm-hmm. We don't know. We won't know. We won't know. Um, Again, that is a pretty good Broncos defense. So It's not like we did this against the Jets. You know what I mean? That's a pretty good Broncos defense, so that's a good sign. Ben Rosberg has never been the most accurate. He's never been... He's always had a strong arm, but he's never had the strongest arm in the league. His brilliance and what made him great was the fact that he was able to move around, extend plays. And he was clutch. Like I'll give him that he was clutch for the most part. Um, Some of that I think was Fugazi. Uh, I I made this, I made this reference before, like when you hold the ball for 20 seconds, every time you, you know, and you give sack fumble interception, and then you finally do it with two minutes left in the, in the half or in the quarter in the game, everybody looks at a hero. But it's like, well, if you didn't get sacked three times and didn't have two turnovers, we wouldn't have needed you to do those heroics at the end of the game. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, he has proven that he's a clutch quarterback, and that's what made him Big Ben, shrugging off defenders, making plays, stuff like that. The fact that he can't do that anymore. And again, it's not that he's a terrible, accurate quarterback, but he's not the most accurate. And again, when you can't block and you have to throw it hot every freaking time, you're going to be inaccurate. You know what I mean? So,
1: oh no, the yesterday is one of those games where you kind of just leave it going. Okay, we don't know jack about either team right now. Like, was this any given Sunday? Like, because that's what I think it is. I think it was they walked in there thinking that they were going to bulldoze the Steelers, and that Pittsburgh crowd was ready. Because if you if if you didn't know what the records were, you would think the Steelers were undefeated yesterday and not one and three. So credit to you guys for showing up.
0: Right, and it's one of those things. Like again, Pitt, that Pittsburgh team has a lot of pride. They lost three in a row. Maybe that Denver team was feeling themselves a little bit. And you know, who could? It could have been one of those Sundays where we we showed up to play and they didn't. We we won't know. It's still mad time left. But the one thing I will say is this: Steelers are in a weird position. The Giants are in a weird position. Because I thought about this yesterday. You know, let's just say that was aberration and we still struggle. You know, we only win like maybe three, four more games the rest of the year, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like they're going to be in a position where a quarterback is there and it might be all the quarterbacks are there. Because the more I think about it, every other team that's not good right now already has a quarterback or is in a position where they probably don't need one. So even if you're picking eighth, like there's a good chance in this draft uh, uh the dude from old miss uh matt corral i think his name is who's like right now the clear-cut number one quarterback who and he's playing good and he's playing really well compared to everybody else he might be there at eight you know what i mean and, and now it's okay well do you take your guy do you take your next quarterback or do you stick with the game plan of improving that offensive line improving that defense which is what they really need to do first before a quarterback and that's the that's the issue that they're going to have that's the issue the giants are going to have because i i believe as of right now it looks like a quarterback will be there at the end of the top 10 that's just me because again like the jets are going to take a quarterback the jaguars aren't going to take a quarterback uh even the texas the Texans, davis mills just threw for three touchdowns and 300 yards against the bill belichick led defense if he looks like a decent and and they're still going to trade uh deshaun watson so you don't know if you're going to get a quarterback in return for that trade. You know you're going to get a boatload of picks, so you can always way too sell. early
1: to try to predict what who's going to need what by the end of the season because we're doing a quarterly review essentially at this point. That damn extra week threw the math all off. But you said it, bro. Like the Steelers are in a rough spot because if Big Ben plays to not even his potential, plays to what his legacy is, you're the Steelers. We expect you to be good. If he sucks and you're in that position, is that quarterback of the future? Is this more of that Carson Wentz, uh, Marcus Mariota type of draft where you get a good quarterback, but he's definitely not the quarterback of the future, which – and and do you take a flyer on him or do you take the flyer on – the corner you might need, or the safety you might need, or the linebacker you might need, depending on who falls where and when this year exactly. in college football. Because it's still yeah. early in college football. We're only six weeks into that. So yes, there's still a lot, there's a lot of speculation left for that. You said the Giants, and just real quick, because we're gonna get into our pretenders and contenders. My Giants lost Saquon due to a bad road ankle, Looks like looks like a sprain, just can't catch a break. Uh Daniel Jones, scary moment with the concussion. He got wobbled. He was trying to run into touchdown on a, on a third and goal, I believe, and he got hit, and it was bad enough in props because the Eagles players did this and the Cowboys players did this, at least in my lifetime when my players get hurt, even in the enemy territory, quote-unquote, that there's their respect level. And when they saw Daniel Jones wobble, the scariest part to me was the Cowboys defensive players that went, you just saw their body language go. Oh shit! And try to run over to him and catch him because yeah, they cry, yeah, they caught him. Which yeah, that's but that's that's even scarier in the way. You know what I mean? Because like like part of you wants to believe that no one's doing that maliciously. So if you kind of let somebody stagger, they're kind of like he's fine, man. You know what I mean? Like in the back of your head, you you think that's what they're thinking. If you're a decent human being, at least. So when I saw that, that's what I was like. Oh man, he's done. You know, he's not. He's done for the game, if not weeks, because that was serious. Then he actually got carted off. Got a real big problem with the defensive. Uh, I'm not saying the Giants would have won. The Giants shouldn't have won going into the game last week. So if we are all those Steelers fans that are listening, I think I'm just being hard on the Steelers and Big Ben. Giants won last week. And as Brett, it wasn't like I was like, oh, yeah, we're definitely going to beat the Cowboys this week. Because on paper, there's no freaking way we should beat the Cowboys. Um, and Trevon Diggs got six interceptions he in this year, there hasn't been a player since 1990 with more than 10 in a season. And he has six in the first five weeks. So put that into consideration for defensive player of the year already. Uh, but as far as the, the Cowboys go, I w- I'm really still salty about the, a lot of the calls they got when well, they didn't need to get the calls. They're, they were the better team. They should have won. They should have ran away with that game. And here we are watching uh, Kadarius, Tony, Get pushed down to the ground in the end zone, or as my friend and my cousin, who's a Cowboys fan, uh, fan said, You tripped over the star, it was very clean. (laughs) And so, like, that's how blatant it was. And we didn't get the call. It's not, I'm not even saying that touchdown would have made the W, but like, why do the Cowboys' best players got to be ones and stripes whenever whenever we play them? I just want to know. Uh, and with that being said, the Cowboys, like, guys, like you said it last week going into the game, you're gonna have to look out for them. Because the, as far as offensively speaking, they can do it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I was praising Dak last year saying, fam. And for all the fuck the Cowboys I drop on my pod, I'm I'm, I'm here sitting here look, looking at everyone else saying, like, I don't know what you guys don't like about Dak Prescott. And he has all the weapons in the world right now. That offense should be singing. And the fact that they got Trevon Diggs just pissed me off. Like, as a, as a football fan, I hate that they have him right now because he looks amazing. <laughs> Uh, as far as the giants go, how you uh, like we, we did a fantasy draft, like a dynasty league, me and Brett, we have we're in an eight-team dynasty league, and I got a lot of hate for picking Kadarius Tony. And all I'm just saying, that looks like a good pick, he good,
0: he looks good. I the guy looks look like he's a baller, he looks good. I mean, he, he, I mean, he shouldn't have punched the dude in the face, but you know, other than that, yeah,
1: Fuck that throw, throw those hands, bro. I ain't mad at you,
0: yeah, No, <laughs> don't break your hand, like, don't you no, do didn't break his hand? That's why I'm not mad at him. If he broke his hand, yeah, I'd be right. with you. Yeah, but here's the thing: like you guys are so injured already. Like him punching a dude with his helmet on, I was like, "Bro, no, stop!" Like, what? Don't are you be doing? stupid. Like, uh, but
1: but but at the same time, it's crazy seeing a wide receiver get a direct snap and we're running plays like that while Jason Garrett is still the offensive coordinator of the team for the time being, at least. And that's pretty much all I got for the Giants. I don't want to like linger on them. They're 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 dead in the water. You know what I mean? Like that's why I was like, we got plenty of time to start talking about where we're going to draft, who we're going to draft. Because to Daniel Jones's credit, I've been critical of him his whole career. He has not been the problem this season. For right, all the criticisms and I had this what, and that's what I'm
0: and that's what I'm saying. Like it's weird because both of our teams are going to be in a position where there might be a quarterback there, and it's like, do we make that move? Because that's I I don't see a bet. Right, I mean the Falcons are probably the only team, in that, and that's still depending on the Matt Ryan contract situation. They're probably the only "quote unquote" bad team that you could pencil in for a for a quarterback. Maybe Washington, depending on where they end up. But, Washington
1: like, definitely could could go after a quarterback. I don't think Taylor Heineke, however you pronounce his name correctly, sorry, is the future. Like unless he's the new um, version of uh, what's his face from the original XFL that y'all had. Like you know what I mean, like. Uh, yeah. he, He's the new Tommy Maddox. Like, like more power to you, bro. If you get paid, you get paid. But I'm as a Giants fan, I I, I don't know why they well, we well, haven't signed I'm, Cam. I'm also,
0: I'm also thinking Washington's probably going to win more games than the Steelers or the Giants. So I'm thinking like teams like ahead of them.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: that's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know either, man. But that's um, the,
1: but that's our sad report. Fuck the Cowboys. Uh, yeah. let's get into the, <laughs> the,
0: for the, well, well, the before we, before we do that I do want to talk about Kansas City because I think they're having a Super Bowl hangover.
1: Um, they're, th- they're,
0: they're also two and three they're not looking great. It's one of those things where like they don't look invincible anymore and it's a copycat league man once you get figured out sometimes everybody starts doing it and we forget they're a drop not a block punt a dropped punt away from being one and three. You know what I mean, like, or one in one in four. I'm sorry. You know what I mean, like they they should have lost to the Browns week one. So like they they haven't looked that good. Yeah, their offense is you know they're still humming. They still put up a lot of points and stuff like that. But they're not winning Are games. You saying they're pretenders? I'm saying well, first of all, I'll put it to this way: they've had a gauntlet of a schedule. Whoever whoever. Made their schedule. Obviously, hates the Chiefs. Was like, oh no, we'll see. We'll see how good you are. They, I mean, they they played the the Browns, the Ravens, the Bills, the Chargers, and I forget who else they played. But like, four out of their five games are legit playoff contenders. And I I don't know. I forgot who else they played. But that's what I'm saying. That's a hard ass schedule.
1: Uh, Starting
0: off, huh? No, I'll look it up real quick. Yeah, but like th- that's a that's a ridiculously hard schedule to start the year, Um, and you know they they just don't look they don't look right. They they look like a team that's still reeling from that Super Bowl loss. And sometimes when you get blown out like that, and the, the Eagles, Bowl,
1: the Eagles is the other team
0: play the Eagles. Okay, so that was the one like winnable game on their schedule, and the Eagles won. dropped thirty on them. Right, their defense is looking terrible right now. <sighs> I don't ever want to count out Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, but right now they do not look good. Obviously, their schedule is going to get better, going to get easier because it can't – I mean, like I said, it literally can't get worse than what they've already had to play. Um, But, yeah, like that's a – They have Washington,
1: Titans, Giants, so I think that's three wins right there. And then they have the Packers, the Raiders, Cowboys, Broncos, Raiders again, Chargers. Steelers on at the day after Christmas, mind you. And then the Chiefs and then the Bengals play the then the Chiefs play the Bengals January 2nd. And then the last game of the year is the Broncos. So after this stretch, what you just said is was right. they could have been one and four, but looking at this stretch, they could be easily looking at what uh the new one, 12 and 6 or whatever by the by we're all, we're all said and done. So yeah. I'm with you, but still, at the same time, and, if they, and that's
0: still not the you, you said the Packers. You said you know, obviously they still got to play the Chargers again. That's still not an easy schedule. Like you said, the next three are easy, but their schedule overall is that's not easy. That's not easy. So we'll see. I hope they get it together. I mean, the NFL is better when, when Patrick Mahomes is balling. Um, so we'll see. But I do, I do, I do think we should at least point that out. That like they do not look good right now, they do not look like the world beaters that they have been for the last Two three years.
1: So, no, they do not.
0: There's actually uh, probably the weakest the Andy Reid
1: Chiefs defense has looked in the Andy Reid era, which probably. is which is crazy, but also at the same time, it's been years now. So the guys are getting older. That core, they have to kind of uh, start bringing in more youth. And I just posted on the the dope blog IG a meme of just Tyron Matthew just throwing up his hands and, and their safety just being burnt. Three different times, and it's the, it looks like the same type of play the three different teams ran. So, you know, like yeah. it, it, it's not it's not rocket science right now. They're getting burnt deep, which I also why in all these photos is Tyron Matthew more playing run support than than playing deep. If, if this keeps happening, but what do I know? I'm not a defensive coordinator. Um, but it sounds like you got the Chiefs in the Pretenders column right now, but you you're, but you're, got, just, you're I, just putting I, an asterisk no, next I, I, to it.
0: I'm not. Yeah, I'm not gonna count them out yet. But they got. They got some stuff figuring out. But yeah, we should. We should get into this list. Um, we got ten teams here that are at least over five hundred right now. Most of this we agree on. So we'll just go back and forth. We both have the Browns as a contender. I'm looking at that Browns team. I don't see a weakness to the number one rushing team right now. The offense looks good. If, uh, if and, and what's scary is they're still not even healthy. You know what I mean? Especially in the wide receiving core. Uh, Jarvis yeah, they're Landry, getting more weapons back. Right. Jarvis Landry's still on IR. They just got Odell back, and they haven't even brought him back into the fold yet. So as good as they are, like, they played a really good game against the Chargers, and they still lost. I think that – the I forgot what the stats were, but, like, they were like, – the Oh, that game was happened. ridiculous. Yeah, it was It was an amazing game, and the Chargers are another team I think that we both think are contenders. The um, thing yeah. about the Browns-Chargers game yesterday was – and I watched the highlights.
1: I did not get a chance to watch that game live – but on the highlights, the amount of bombs that Herbert tossed up and the guys were just wide open downfield. That I know traditionally thinking it's the Browns, oh, the offense got to be the problem if they have a problem. No, man. I don't know how you're that open in an NFL game. And the amount of highlights that was just wide open touchdown catches.
0: I don't know. And, and I love it because I have both Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. So my fantasy teams were enjoying it. Um, but yeah. Yeah, on the back end of their defense, they could be a little bit better. But again, they have a great front seven. They have a a pretty good defense overall. And obviously that offense is so well balanced. I still think they're contenders. I still think they're going to win the division. Uh, They too have had a hard schedule. They could have beat the Chiefs. They could have beat the Chargers. Two of the best teams in the AFC, in my opinion. And they would be undefeated. Those are their only two losses. So that's a good Browns team. I you know I, I make fun of Cleveland as much as I can cuz you know fuck Cleveland, but I'm also going to give respect when respect's due. That's a good team, man, and if they get healthy by the playoffs around, watch out. They could be the favorites.
1: Oh, they, we're one year removed from them beating the Steelers, which is a big deal if you're a Browns fan in the playoffs. There's a whole. If, if there's a feeling to the north, at least from a, an outside fan perspective, that this is the uh, the dawn of a new era in that division, and somebody's going to come out of it. Whether we're, you know, it's the beginning of the Lamar Jackson era with the Ravens, or if, if it's Burrow, or it's the Browns. You know what I mean? Like if somebody's going to emerge from this in the ashes of the dominance of the Steelers that we've been seeing. And I was going to say the Browns are pretenders, but then as I was sitting here. Thinking over the notes you sent me, what you said, I was like, wait, what's their biggest, if their biggest weakness is their secondary, okay, that offense, they have one of the most dominant run games in the league, which is also saying something because apparently the North could just run all over you regardless of who you are, especially if the Steelers are just going to decide to be good now, I know that the Bengals aren't necessarily known for running all over the place with Mixon and, and, and you know the, and everybody, but they have the talent. So the North themselves are just, you know, if you're going up against them, get ready to get hit by a truck. Right. And the Browns have two running backs that could be starters in the league. So I don't, I don't want to see them in, this, in the playoffs. For the same reason, another AFC team with a good running game that we'll get to in a little bit, that I think they're pretenders because that's all they have is that good running back. The Browns are the opposite. Not like Baker's this world beater yet, but at the same time, I don't see
0: Baker losing them games either. Yeah, he's done a much better job of not making those critical mistakes because they're running the ball so well. The play action game is open. And right now, again, he's not even throwing it to Pro Bowl receivers. He's throwing it to guys I've never even heard of. So what's happened to Odell, bro? I mean, but you know what? I, and I said that yesterday, but I forgot that's literally his first game back. So we. So that's what I'm saying. Let him get a rhythm back. Let Jarvis Landry come back. This team is going to be really, really, really hard to beat. Uh, do you want to talk about the Chargers? I think we both have Yeah,
1: I, 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 I was doing some reviews on the Chargers because uh, – like Chargers are one of those teams I love to hate for a long time because there was that low-key Giants-Chargers rivalry with Phillip Rivers and Eli Manning and that whole now legendary story between their careers. Okay, so as of right now, this recording, week five Monday night football game about to kick off, Justin Herbert is fourth in the league for quarterback rating. Or no, fourth in the league for yards. Sorry, mixing up my t- my team's he's fourth in the league for yards with a little bit over 1500. He's, he's less than 30 yards away from 1600 yards, five weeks in. Now you said that you have two chargers wide receivers, right? Hold on. Sorry. Mike Williams is fifth in the league right now. Among wide receivers for yards. Usually. least, you know, historically speaking, if you have a quarterback that's killing it like that with yards and a wide receiver that's killing like that, you know, in in yards, the offense is, you know, should be pretty good. And who else do the Chargers have? They have Eckler. They have Cook. They have Keenan Allen, who is not even represented in the stats right now. So that offense is just because I was thinking before, like, are the Chargers pretenders? And I thought about like where they don't have a guy. That I think is this would be a world beater without a good quarterback or a good supporting cast around them. But at the same time, that's exactly what a good team is supposed to be. Some of my favorite players aren't these mega stars out on their own on a shitty team. They were cool. a great piece to a bigger puzzle. And this Chargers team, for how young they are, at least how, how young I feel like they are, because I feel like what is Jared Cook, the
0: oldest player on that offense? Like, well, what a funny thing is. Keenan Allen is a really good player. He's a, he's a legit one. No, he is a legit one. I didn't mean it like that. The, the ironic thing is he's like the Vincent Jackson of this generation. And Vincent Jackson was on the Chargers before Keenan Allen got there. You know what I mean? He's like that superstar that you don't really hear of because he's on the chargers.
1: Exactly. Um, He would be a good wide receiver on any team and how good they are. But with a quarterback, like Justin Herbert, throwing it to him, he can be a superstar. That's what I meant. I don't think that Keenan Allen would be a number two on the Bucks. I think you know, not the Bucks may be a bad example. But you
0: know what I mean? Right. Like, I know what you mean.
1: Like because no. you said Vincent Jackson, I immediately went back to how he got traded and got kicked bad off. Bad. So my bad, everybody, showing my age. But I think the Chargers are real, and that's saying something. Because their I,
0: defense is good.
1: Forget oh, the, de- the defense. But that's that was the weird part to me because I. What a crazy week to talk about who's pretenders and contenders right now? Because that Browns Chargers game that was a playoff. With you know, like, are, is the defense that good? Is it or is the or the Browns that good? You know what I mean? Like, which one is it? So, like, when I, I was like, of course, Brett, well, no,
0: that, that that Chargers defense is pretty good. The Browns they're not bad, yeah. but they're not, I like when it comes to pretty good,
1: it depends on who they're going up against. They, they, they got go Darwin
0: James on the backside. They got Bosa on the on the on the defensive line. It's one of those things, like, it's the it's the current NFL. You're not shutting anybody down. You know what I mean? The, with the rules the way they are and it's so wide open, you can't touch anybody. Good offenses are going to score the full – you know what I mean? They're going to score. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was one of those shootout type of games where, again, even when the Chargers scored, they're scoring quickly. So it's not like their defense had time to readjust or take a break. They, you know, they got finished – uh, the Browns will get finished scoring. They can't even look at the iPad or I'm sorry, the the Microsoft tablet before wow. their offense scores, and then like, oh damn, we're back on the field again. So. Okay.
1: So this offense, though, and you know I love defenses. So I'm not trying to throw shade to the Chargers defense. I wish they had more fans in the stadium because it sounded like a damn Cleveland home game. But Keenan Allen right now is averaging 10.9, so pretty much 11 yards per reception, and he has 34 receptions through five weeks. Mike Williams is averaging 15.2 yards per reception and he has 31 perceptions, 31 receptions and 471 yards. He currently leads the, the chargers team, Austin Eckler for all the damage he's doing on the ground, 23 receptions, 194 yards. That's an 8.4 average per reception. And I didn't even get to Jared cook. Who's the fourth when it comes to receptions on the team, the tight end and 17 receptions for 210 yards the first five weeks. That's 12.4 yards per uh, per reception. That is a buzzing offense. And then once you start getting into like the meh part of their weaponry when it comes to the passing game, Jalen uh, Guyton. Don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Only eight receptions for 100 something yards. 13.3 per reception. No, none of these guys. Justin Jackson at the lowest
0: per per uh, per reception. Yeah, they're pushing the ball down the field, and it's beautiful to watch. And Justin Herbert looks like an absolute superstar, man. Justin Herbert looks char- like a beast. Yeah, I mean they—they're going to mess around, win the division, especially with with the chart with the Chiefs uh, struggling the way they are. Um, it, I, it seems like them and the Raiders, in my opinion, it's, you know, one of them man, are going to. I'll get to the Raiders, and matter of fact, the Raiders are next in the list. I'm also well talk about the Raiders, but um, the Chargers. No, like you said, my only problem with the Chargers is even if they get home field advantage, will it be home field advantage? You know, come no. on, LA. Uh, let me yes, on, LA. You can, LA, you're big enough to support two teams. Stop no, acting I did, like no, you're a small I, model. I, I,
1: no, I'm not even I'm not dis, I'm not disrespecting LA. LA never asked for the damn San Diego Chargers. San Diego Chargers moved to LA when LA I, I get e- it. You're either I a Trojans it. fan or you're a Rams fan or you're an other fan. Or Go you're a San Raiders LA. fan.
0: Or you're a Raiders fan. Or a Raiders fan. Yeah, but no, I, trust me, I get it, but L.A. acts like it's a small town that could only support – like, bro, you're the second biggest city in the country. You're allowed to have two teams. You're allowed to root for those two teams equally. It's okay. And, and right now the Chargers are icy, man. The Chargers are a nice team. That's a. They're a young team. They're just as good as the Rams. Having an all-L.A. Super Bowl would be cool as hell to That me. would be
1: uh, – this year with, with Bray on the halftime
0: show and all that, that would be awesome. Yeah, that would be that would be a match made in heaven. So come on, Chargers fans, you don't have to show up when the Steelers get there, but any other week show up, man. But speaking of the Raiders, I hate to say it, I was tr- I wanted the Raiders to be good because that is a, a longtime rival of the Steelers. But you know the NFL is better when the Raiders are good. But I, after last week, I gotta I gotta say the Raiders are always going to be the Raiders, and to let Ju- to let Justin Fields come into your building. And, and and Khalil Mack coming to your building. Well, Khalil, just, Khalil Mack, you know, hard you know, hard feelings there, right? No, it's like and just scrape you. And not only did they lose it's the way they lost. It was such a typical Raiders way to lose. Bad penalties. Like cuz again, they I think they lost like 14 to 3. So it's not like the Bears were like dominating, but all their points came off of terrible turn-up uh, either mistakes are terrible penalties like rough no, the, the Raiders
1: pass. the Bears beat the Raiders 20 to 9
0: didn't they okay but, but it was like 14 to 35 most of the game so uh-huh. okay I, I, so yeah so the last one was 29 but but still the point of the matter is it was just terrible penalties like terrible roughing the passer calls just the Raiders just being the Raiders and 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 Derek Carl came right back down to Earth after he looked like the early favorite for MVP and it's just stuff like that where you say, ah, the poor Raiders. They're just going to be the Raiders. They I, I disagree with you
1: here man. because the Bears' defense has been good for years. They're, they haven't been a pushover defense. That offense has just been that terrible.
0: And yeah, but that's, but as, that's a right,
1: as, as we record, Derek Carr is second in the league for yards.
0: Like if Derek Carr is it, not the problem. No, but hold on. If it's not again, it's not the fact that they lost, it's the way they lost. I watched that game. They literally, the first two touchdowns that the Bears got was literally because they just kept teeing off on Justin Fields and giving them 15 yard uh roughing the passer penalties. That they literally had they literally had no offense. Their offense was the Raiders moving them down the field in penalties. Mm-hmm. And it was just stupid stuff. And I believe uh, no, that was a Steelers game when they uh, when they uh, messed up the kick the, the kickoff. But but the, the point of the matter is it was it was roughing the passer penalties and pass interference penalties and just silly 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 stuff that allowed the Bears to get all their offense. Yes, I understand the Bears defense is good. I w- I wouldn't have been surprised if the Bears won that game because that's how they've been winning, winning ugly. And their defense has actually been balling this year. But for you guys to to just play unprofessional football, which the Raiders are known for, they're one of those teams that are always tops in the league in penalties and stuff like that, that's what bothered me. And then Derek Carr, yeah, understands the Bears' defense, but you can't look that lackluster in that moment you just can't especially at home and that's the problem with me is every time the raiders look like they're about to take that step they remind us oh we're still the raiders we can't get out of our own way that's the only reason why i'm calling them pretenders they have the talent
1: hell they they have the the defensive end of the uh, on the uh, the defensive end of the ball denzel perryman has 60 combined tackles and he's leading the league right now Mm
0: -hmm.
1: so just like so their quarterback is is two in yards, only second to the GOAT right now, five weeks through. And then on the defensive end, their middle linebacker is leading the league in combined tackles. So the talent is on the Raiders. And and I think we both agree they have talent. What it sounds like what you're saying is the discipline, which comes down to coaching, which is also crazy because overall, you know, given uh, the new scandal of, you know, to call somebody Michelin lips or whatever, rubber tires or whatever, Gruden is pretty well respected as a coach in the league. So the discipline problems are even more problematic because they're paying them all that money. And they're, they're, you have the problems that
0: the Giants seem to have. So. And, but, and it's just sometimes your reputation precedes you, bro. Like the, the Raiders are just one of those teams. Like right when you feel like they've turned the corner, they just do something that reminds you that, yeah, they're just an average team. They're not bad. They're just an average team. And, and that's what I'm saying. They're going to make the playoffs. But when I when I say contenders, I mean teams I think can make the playoffs and make a deep run. Do the Raiders have the talent to maybe get to the AFC Championship game? Yeah. But I, if I were to bet my money, I'm betting that they're going to go home in the first or second round just simply because of things like this or simply because they're going to lose games in a regular season like this. So now instead of having – a home game, or winning their division, or being a top seed, they're a wild card team on the road and they're going to lose. You know what I mean? It's just stuff like that where it's like the Raiders are going to Raider. That's just what they do. So that's the reason why I call them a pretender. Um, But I guess we're sticking in this division. You got the Broncos, so go ahead.
1: It is kind of weird. We just went with the AFC West, probably the football. Me and you just living out here, got to see the least. (laughs) That's how we decided to start this off. But the Broncos, I got as a pretender too, man. They're good. They're not beat anybody in the playoffs good, at least in my opinion. That's not the same Broncos defense that that carried a broken passes prime Peyton Manning to the Super Bowl. We're far past that. Are they talented? Hell yeah. They have one of the better secondaries in the league. They have one of the better defenses as a unit. But it's just not the same, as you could tell from the Steelers running all over them yesterday with a bunch of rookies. So besides that, Teddy Bridgewater, I'm a fan. But right now he has less than 1,200 yards passing through the first five weeks. I know he got hurt the the one week, so that could be affected simply from that. But that's another factor to being a contender is health. And I have yet to see Teddy Bridgewater playing a significant game when it's super cold outside, especially – I know it's his first year in Mile High, but do you see him playing a a serious postseason game in Mile High? I I hope he proves me wrong. I've been a fan since Louisville. Uh, and uh, you guys heard me how I rattled off those stats for the charges before. It would be a lot more boring if I do that for the Broncos. Through my research, just it, was, it wouldn't yeah. sound impressive. It, wouldn't, it they, they lost their their number one receiver, and it kind of shows on paper, even though Teddy was make, can make throws. There's been some straight-up nasty throws he's made this year when he thought he was about to you know get sacked and then just – get both feet in by the sideline, 30-yard pass down the field. So they have these glimpses, but to echo what Brett said about the Raiders, do you see them winning when it matters the most late? And I do not, especially in this division when I just praise the Chargers that much. And if I had to choose one other team to get out out of the division that's not named the Chiefs, it's definitely not going to be the Broncos. It's
0: the Raiders. Yeah, I trust the Raiders more than I trust the Broncos for sure. So,
1: and, and, and that's all that's pretty much all I got about the Broncos. Like, I you it was great that you opened up with the Steelers game because that was the Broncos game. And watching it, I was just not impressed. And, and that's crazy because everything you said about the Broncos is right. And I it's not like I think the Steelers are that good, but the Steelers look too good against the Broncos for the Broncos to be a contender after the first four weeks. We pretty much have been talking about, oh my God, what's wrong with the Steelers? So, It is what it is, guys. Like, the the Broncos have been in quarterback hell for a couple years now. Teddy Bridgewater, I think, is an obvious upgrade from Drew Locke. But John Elway has picked some stinkers at quarterback. And it's sad because are they going to waste Jerry Judy's career there? I hope not. But it also sucks that he got hurt because he could be that X factor on the offense that would make them scary if he continued well, to grow.
0: The funny thing is, they still... I mean, Tim Patrick like doesn't have a drop this year. Cortland Sutton's a good player. Noah Fonten's a great tight end. They don't even use him. Um, they still have weapons, even, even outside of Jerry Judy. So it's not even that. It's just... To me, Teddy Bridgewater is just a, he's a safe quarterback. He's not a dynamic quarterback. And especially in that division, I think you need a dynamic quarterback. Like I'll give Derek Carr credit. One thing about him is he's willing to push it down the field. He's willing to make big plays. Sometimes it gets him in trouble, but you can tell he wants to be that dynamic quarterback. Teddy Bridgewater is way too safe. To to take that offense to the next level, I think they're one of the worst teams on third down or something like that. You just can't win like that. You just Cortland Sutton, 25
1: receptions, 377 yards, and that's about 15.1 yards per reception. Tim Patrick is next for the Broncos, 22 receptions, 302 yards, about 13.7 per reception. And then it's Noah Fan, 21 receptions. 176 yards extrapolate that through five games and that is not that that's not as good for where he should actually be he should kind of he should probably be leading the way they've been running their offenses you you would figure that
0: like what you said a
1: safe quarterback would be using the tight end as a crutch a lot more like at least like but he has less than 200 yards through five games
0: yeah and with drew lock it was Drew Locke pushes the ball down the field, but he just makes too many mistakes. Teddy Bridgewater is not going to make those mistakes, but I don't think you're as dynamic as an offense with him at your quarterback than you would be with Drew Locke. So that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, so let us move on to the Panthers. I hate to say and people are going to be like, Brett, how are, you, how are you going to switch up on the Panthers this fast? I'll, I'll tell you why, because I, I believe they're pretenders. Um, Which is same- – so- you know, same, same thing with the with the Broncos, man. Their offense just isn't dynamic enough. I understand that Christian McCaffrey's out. I understand that he is more than just a regular running back. You can't just replace him. I understand all that. But from week one, this has been a problem, even when he was in the lineup. They score a bunch of points early, and then in the second half, they cannot do anything anything offensively it happened against the jets the jets almost came back it happened week two against the saints the saints almost came back it happened week three and and now it's happening in the last two losses where and they'll score like weird points it's like 16 18 like it's like weird numbers that you're not usually that you usually don't see but they'll get a bunch a touchdown or two a field goal or two and they'll go up by two and a half touchdowns or something like that and they'll be like that for three and a half quarters And then finally the defense gives up a score or two, and now it's a ball game. And the offense, for whatever reason, from like the second half of the second quarter on, just cannot move the football, can't score anymore. And it's for a multitude of reasons. One, Sam Darnold has missed some throws. Two, that offensive line isn't the greatest either. So there's a lot of times like if you can get pressure on him, you will. And he's still seeing ghosts sometimes where he just makes bad decisions when he's when he's got pressure in his face. Um, three, without Chris McCaffrey, they don't have that dynamic outlet every time, right? Um, and I think Sam does the same thing that Teddy Bridgewater did last year sometimes where when things go wrong, they kind of just like force it to DJ more, which I love because he's on my fantasy team, but that's where a lot of the interceptions come from, where they're just forcing it because they don't know – Cause it's, it's like panic mode. Like yo, we can't get any offense going. Let's just throw it to our one playmaker. Um, uh, Sam Darnold missed the throw to Robbie Anderson yesterday. That would have been a touchdown had he thrown it more towards uh, the middle of the field. It was a walking touchdown. He lofted it back towards the towards the pylon, which made Robbie Anderson have to come back towards the defender. Who gave him credit? He was able to come back into the play and make a play, but that was a touchdown he beat his he beat his his man like a drum and it was a just a bad throw and it, you know it's a game of inches it's one of those things that he throw a little bit to this way it's a touchdown instead you don't but that's too that's what we're seeing too much from Sam Darnold he's not consistent with his throws he's missing guys that are wide open he missed a wide open Terrence Marshall on the third down yesterday he's just got to get better mm-hmm. uh, it's still a long season can they get better yes but Again, I gotta say pretender because I don't see this team getting to the playoffs and making a deep run. The defense is a little banged up. Like I said before, there's no superstars on this defense. It's a bunch of guys that are really good that are playing together. So now that there's some Knicks and nacks and replacements, they're not as good. But even yesterday, they held the Eagles to six points for most of the game. Like you hold you hold an offense to six points for three and a half quarters, you should, you should, should, should be winning. Win it. You should win. If your offense can't sustain anything, eventually you're going to give up points, especially when they're turning the ball over or going three and out. So now you're flipping the field position. That's what happens. And that's the problem. Their offense, Joe Brady's supposed to be this young, you know, genius of an offensive coordinator. And it, you know, he made the LSU team look unbeatable. For whatever reason, teams adjusting adjust to what he does in the second half, and he can't figure it out. And like I said, that's more than just Christian McCaffrey because that was happening in the first three weeks when Christian McCaffrey was still there. So
1: i, I you're cannot. in you're in year two of a rebuild. I don't think it's insulting to say that you're not contenders in year two of a rebuild with a new GM. You guys just made a bunch of moves for to improve the oh, yeah. defense because of because of
0: injuries. It's okay to, to not be good because I don't think the Panthers suck. No, they don't. And they have a bright future. But I, but I will say this, I, you know, I've been preaching Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold. He's got to be better, man. Like, he really does. He's Like I said, he's missed some throws. It's not all just on that offensive line. He's missed some throws. And there's a reason why the Panthers are one of those teams that are still rumored to be keeping an eye on that Deshaun Watson situation. Because that, because this was the problem last year with Teddy Bridgewater. That's why they moved on from Teddy Bridgewater. They need a dynamic quarterback that's going to take this offense to the next level. It's just that simple. Because, some, like I said, there's plays Joe Brady is drawing up. Some guys that are getting open. Can you make those throws? That Robbie Anderson throw was huge. Yes, it was on the run. He was stepping up in the pocket when he made that throw. But that's a throw that... Deshaun Watson's going to make nine times out of ten. That's a throw that Sam Darnold will probably make seven times out of ten. But the problem is that was too many times we're getting that three out of ten times where he's going to move, where he's going to miss. He's got to he's got to be better. They upgraded to him for a reason. He's got to prove that he can be consistently good with his throws. Now, again, I know that office line is not the greatest, but it's still better than what you had in New York. You still have better weapons than what you had in New York. You guys are. You 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 gotta step up and make some throws. You really do, because that's the problem. It's not you know, and again, it's not just him. Offensive line gotta be better. Uh, sometimes they get a little too complacent on offense. I get it. It's a it's a bunch of things, but it's still early. They can fix some of these things. Nothing's unfixable. But as of right now, I, you know, unless they have a dramatic change, I, they're probably going home in the first round of playoffs as well. If they make the playoffs if they make the blood, but I mean, again, they still have a, a pretty d- easy schedule next couple of weeks. They going into week seven, I could see them still being five and two and still right there in the division race, let alone the, let alone the, the wild card race. So, you know, it's, it's up to them. Are they, they going to fix their problems or are they going to continue to do this? Sam Darn, like I said, it's got to step up. No. So yep. that's the Panthers. I, I, you know, I, I I know people are going to be like, damn, you were, you were tooting this Panthers horn this whole time. Why are you switching it up? Well, we have more sample, a bigger sample size right now, and I don't like what I see. I really don't. Hmm. So, uh, now we get into your Cowboys. My Cowboys, I, I have them as contenders. What do you say? Do you still have them as contenders? Well,
1: you look at the you look at the quarterback, and he's a talented superstar of a quarterback. You look at they have a generational. Running back and Ezekiel Elliott, they have a dynamic offense with C.D. Lamb and Amari Cooper, and the defense is stepping up. Like I said before, at the beginning of this podcast with Trevon Diggs, just six picks in the first five games is amazing. You know that that's that's some high step in prime time. Deion Sanders bullshit right there. When they stop throwing to him and he creates that island, that's going to be. That, that'll be the test if, if that happens or if this is just you're testing a good cornerback with, with a small sample size yet. And with, and But to be real, they look like a good machine. They look like they're charging along. With all that being said, fuck the Cowboys. So what do you think?
0: <laughs> I'm going to say they're contenders for this reason and this reason only. This reason only. Like I said, like, like you said, they have a good defense, they have a great offense. The only reason why I'm going – and the Cowboys are like the Raiders of the NFC, right? The Cowboys are going to Cowboy, right? So far, they have not. So far, they have not. They've hung tough with the the Buccaneers. That's the only game they've lost so far. They look really good. The reason why I'm going to give them the benefit of that is because there is a new regime. This is Mike McCarthy's second year. This isn't Jason Garrett. I think sometimes we forget how long he was the head coach of the Cowboys. I haven't. And how and how well how long that culture has been there, it is a new day. So I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt that this is a new regime that's not going to make the same mistakes as the old regime made, and they're not going to you know get in their own way. Even just with the defensive, like he brought in a guy that was sucked on defense, changed their whole defensive philosophy. And after one season, he's like, okay, this isn't working, let's change it up. And it's working f- and it's for the better, right? Mm-hmm. So that right there tells me, like, okay, they're learning. Last year, they're throwing the ball all over the place. This year, they're, they're running the ball in a way more balanced. So that tells me that this is a group that's smart enough and put their pride aside enough to make adjustments. So for right now, I got, I have no choice but to give them the benefit of the doubt because this isn't the same Cowboys team that we've been used to for the last decade or so. Otherwise, I would be with you. I'm like, ah, is you know, give them till week eight. We'll we'll see where they are then. Right now, I gotta give them the benefit of the doubt. Right now I'm gonna say contenders because we know they have the talent on offense, or we know they have the talent on paper on both sides of the football. It's just a matter of are they going to you know mess it up at this point? And I don't think they will. I think they're gonna run away with their division and not hard. that and that not hard, and that right there should help them.
1: Right? Oh, definitely. I think the Cowboys are gonna win the East. If we're if we if, if I have to say what I actually think they're going to do this year, not only do I think they sh- they should win the East, like there's no doubt in my mind they should win the East. Like like you have no excuse right now
0: to not right. win this shitty division. Well, no, yeah. Well, when we say contenders, I'm saying make a make a long run. Can they yeah, that's many? where I, I
1: I just I mean like they have the talent. That's what I I don't know how else to say. It. Like like if if even if me, if I take out my super bias towards the Cowboys. Do I think they're gonna beat the Bucks if they see the Bucks in the f- second round? No. Do I think they're gonna beat the the, the Packers? No. Okay, so now we're we're well, getting down well,
0: to. I, well, I, so I, I'll put it to you like this: I say they're contenders because I think they have the talent to beat one of those. So again, they were toe toe for toe with the Bucks. Well, let's not forget that, right? Week one, I don't care. No, no, you can say that, but they were toe for toe for the, with the Bucks, right? At the end of the day, if that game is now at jerry world instead of tampa bay that makes a difference if they play the packers at jerry world instead of lambo that makes a difference they're one of those teams i say look if they do what they're supposed to do and run away with this division and take care of the easy wins that they should have in their schedule and have home field advantage for at least the first two rounds i can see the winning i don't like uh, from all the
1: and and it's not even a I'm trying to hate on them. I, I said the two teams off the top of my head with the quarterbacks, I believe, could dice up that defense. So that's what if you want, are showing my cards of, of my thought process. That's not even getting into the West, which on the dope blog, me and you have, have praised that three teams could come out the West. Now, do I think they could beat the Rams? Judging how the Rams defense has played this year? Maybe. you could beat the, They might be able to beat the Rams in L.A. I'll give them that. But that that doesn't mean that if the Cardinals continue to improve, do I think you could beat the Cardinals? Do I think it'd be a shootout, just like the old NFC East days with the Cardiac Cards, yada yada yada? Prop, baby. Like I'm oh, being I mean, dead serious.
0: But I see. I think I think that's the difference too, though. It's not just the defense. It's they do have an offense that can score at anybody, so they can win multiple ways. And that's what I'm oh, saying. I'm,
1: no, I'm giving the offense the props. I'm saying that's why when you said them playing in Jerry World, the de- the difference there is the noise that they're going to make for that defense. If you're not, if you're, if you're, if we're not talking about the defense, and how the defense is match up, like, could there is there is their defense good enough to stop Matt Stafford, like a healthy Matt Stafford and and that Rams offense, maybe, maybe not. Or are they good enough to stop Kyler Murray running around from all over the place and bombing it to DeAndre Hopkins? Are we saying Diggs is that good that he's going to match up with DeAndre Hopkins in a meaningful game late in the
0: season? We don't I'm know saying, yet. I'm, well, I will say this, Kyler Murray even though he's not really done it this year, he's prone to throw some things up and just see what happens. And Trayvon Diggs seems like that type of corner. You don't want to do that too many times. You go to the well too many times, he will pick you off. Yeah. And that could be the turning point of a ball game, right? If it's a, a high-scoring affair, a t- it might come down to turnovers, right? It might. So, so you know, I, I, do, I think the Cowboys have a puncher's chance against everybody in the NFC. They're just that talented on both sides of the ball. And like I said, if they have home field advantage, I gotta give them as a contender. Um, are they a top? F- uh, you know, again, do I would I would I betting wise would I pick the the Packers or the Buccaneers over them? Of course I would, but again, I, I I but I I still think in the NFL where it's one game take all, it's not a series, right? And anything can happen. Yeah, I, I think the Cowboys could beat anybody on the road, but especially at home. Mm-hmm. So. That's why. That's why I have them as contenders. I think they legit have a chance against anybody.
1: If, if for the next four games they still only got that one L,
0: maybe. Right, maybe and again, we're, again, this is we're we we're, we're basing this off of the. Oh like, yeah, I'm I'm really you know what I'm saying like. Yeah, we're basing off a quarter. And we'll 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 wait for like week ten or something to, to you know do it again. We'll that'll be like the quote unquote halfway point, and you know to see where we where we are then. Um, you know, so we'll wait another five weeks and then we'll see, and we can do this again of contender pretender. I'm sure half of these teams might not be on this list anymore, um, which is fine, but you know, I, right now quarter in, I got to give them their props. I think they can, they can play with anybody. So, and like I said, I, I, I don't think they're like the Raiders where they're going to continue to get in their own way. Like the Raiders still are. Hmm. So that's the only, that's the that's the that's the only reason why I'm saying contender. Otherwise, I'd be with you. I would say pretender because I would say they're the Cowboys. They're gonna mess this up. They got the black as Stephen A. say. They got the black cat walking around. And da 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 da. I don't. I don't think this is that same team. I really don't. So, uh, the Cardinals. We both have them as contenders. You want to talk about them? Yeah. So stats again. Kyler Murray is fifth
1: in yards right now through the, for the, through the first five weeks, a little bit over 1500 yards. He is fourth in total quarterback rating with 113 even. And I don't know what we, what you want to see from the Cardinals that they're not doing. The offense is, is fun, fast, electrifying. You, you, they, they're a threat on the ground through air and the defense just kind of kind of like what I said with your Steelers, for the better part of the last 10 years, they've had a decent defense, and that defense is no joke. Now, hold on. Let me pull up my Cardinals stats. I am a big uh, Kyler Murray fan, admittedly, but as far as defense goes, Buda Baker's leading that team with 26 tackles right now. And the rushing game, surprisingly enough, with the Cardinals has been kind of good they've been doing the whole committee thing uh between james carter uh, james carter james connor and chase edmonds they both uh connor got 201 yards edmonds got 270 yards none of them are averaging something amazing you know per carry edmonds is 5.5 yards per carry which is a starting gig anywhere in the nfl and uh connor your old friend Three point two yards uh, per carry right now. And then third off of the team is Kyler Murray himself. He got one hundred and ten yards and three point seven yards a carry, only in thirty attempts, which kind of surprising. Five games in, you know, less than ten rushes a game, which is good because they're winning. And we get to the the, the weapons on offense or the passing weapons, I should say. And am, am I still the only one that's still baffled that DeAndre Hopkins is on this team? Like, how, do, how does how the Texans let DeAndre Hopkins just go for a bag of chips? No disrespect to anybody. But, and A.J. Yeah. Green is still in the league, even though he's not really on the you know, part of the Cardinals' offense like that. The Cardinals have, what is it, four players right now with over 20 receptions through the first five games. It's Hopkins, Chase Edmonds. So Chase Edmonds is a huge part of that offense. And Christian Kirk and Rondell Moore. It's a young team.
0: There looked to be and AJ Green and AJ Green. They don't use him much, but they use him in the red zone a lot. Like, I think he already has like three or four touchdowns or something like
1: that. Yeah, so well, he has two touchdowns. Okay. The person with four touchdowns is D Hop.
0: Yeah, right.
1: Uh, AJ Green has about sixteen receptions, two hundred sixty-one yards. That's sixteen point three per reception. So he's definitely not you know, a non-factor on the offense. But if I'm being honest for all the things we're praising the contenders on this list for, I'm saying the Cardinals are contenders just well, yeah, based they, off.
0: AJ Green is your fifth receiver. Then Yeah. Even, even at this stage of his career, AJ Green is your fifth receiver. I'm sorry. You're a oh, contender.
1: Oh, and I'm sorry. Let me clarify. When I said Buddha Baker had 26 tackles, those were his tackles. Those aren't the combined tackles. Like I did with the Raiders earlier. Those are just his solo tackles. So, uh, for total tackles, so, you know, solo and assisted tackles, Buda Baker got 36, Jordan Hicks got 36, Jalen Thompson got 33, Isaiah Simmons got 33. Man, I wish he was a giant. And, and 20, it's Isaiah Simmons got 21 solo tackles. This team is young, and they're in a division where they – I think they look that much better than the Niners yesterday. Uh, just as a fan of obviously neither of the two teams, and it's not like I have a hatred for the Niners. I'm not that old to have a hatred for the Niners. So I really do believe they can be a contender, especially if they get out of the West with the division. If, if we're looking at a situation where they are even contending for a bye week, I think the NFC is on. I, I don't think you, for all, everything you said about Jerry World, as a Giants fan, I'm not scared about playing in Dallas. Maybe that's a divisional thing, but I'm not scared of playing in Dallas. That's I a, don't know – you give, you give those card- – because if the Cardinals play in Dallas, there's going to be a shit ton of Cardinals fans. Like, just like if there's going to be a shit ton of Dallas fans if they play in Arizona. You know what I mean? Like there, There's a couple teams that it's just territories, and the Cardinals, short of playing the Dallas Cowboys in the first postseason game, most likely are going to be the favorite going into that game, depending on who
0: they match up with. I don't know. You got them as contenders too, right? I have them as contenders too, but I'm also – but it's weird i'm also basing this off the fact that they're going to continue to yes. play well and win the division cuz i do think they need because they're so young still i do think they need home field advantage but i'm predicting they're going to have it i'm not saying they're going to be the one seed but if they're the 2 or 3 seed and they have at least you know home home field for the first game or two i think that's going to help them i don't i don't know if they're going to go on the road and beat anybody in the NFC, uh, unless it's a divisional game. Obviously, they go to L.A. for the Rams, maybe. um, But The, The Cardinals right now, they have
1: 113 first downs. 43 are by rushing. 65 are by passing. Five are by penalty. So take away that. You have over 100 first downs just because you're getting that through five games. This is exactly why they chose Kyler Murray a year after they drafted a quarterback to throw back to one of our previous pods saying that should not, we should follow the Cardinals. If you really think your guys there and not be stuck in the past. Like, oh, we just drafted a quarterback. We can't draft another one. If your guy's there, go get your guy. And right now, Cliff Kingsbury looks like he's building his team. I
0: I just think that that was a really rare scenario where that guy fell to that team that got that coach. I don't think that might ever happen again. You know what I mean? Like, so – is this one that's one of those that's like that's almost as if i don't know the jets fire their guy get uh uh who's the dude from oklahoma they um, did
1: that last year they got they did they fired their guy got a new coach and then drafted a new court they just did that or you know you mean the next time they do it that's that's not this year it's gonna be next year again.
0: and i'm saying the jets just off of you know, just picking the team, but that, but that's like if the Jets hired, uh, um, the uh, damn. Why can I think of? Oh, a and, and, and and the cards, right, and, and, right. and the
1: cards. Uh, Byron Murphy, I think that's what mm-hmm. the B stands for, is tied for second in the league in interceptions with three. He side with uh, Hyde up in Buffalo, and then uh, the linebacker Wilson from the Bengals,
0: yeah,
1: all behind Diggs on the Cowboys, mind you. But right. th- that that should be noted that when you have a player in the top five of, of a stat. And it's an afterthought compared to all the other shit I just said about the Cardinals. You know, I'm the Cardinals are, the I Cardinals wish I could watch the
0: Cardinals. The Cardinals are for real. I mean, it was—it's weird. They just missed the play. They were winning the division last year. Then they kind of tailed off towards the end of the year, and we all thought, "Oh, they're, they're a year or two away." It looks like no nah, It looks like the year is now. And again, mm-hmm. it's, it's early. It is early, so, and they did not look that great last yesterday against the Niners. But divisional game. Right, divisional game. You kind of want, you kind of have to throw that stuff out.
1: And Debo Samuel's top five right now in yards too, just for, right. for his own for the Niners uh, respect. There, it's not like they're inept or this bad team. They're they're one of those teams. Like, thank God they don't have the dynamic quarterback right now, because if they did, they'd just be another NFC team that you're just kind of like in a different era. It would be your year, you know what I mean? Yeah. But right. uh, but who knows? They might have their guy. I
0: don't think they do. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Uh Trey Lance looks like a rookie, but he also looks yeah. like he but he also looks like he could be pretty good. Another guy that's really good is Joe Freaking Burrow.
1: Oh um Brett is the, Brett's the masochist that wanted to pick all
0: of his rivals so he could talk about all his rivals today. Yeah, no, I'm I'm okay with I have them as pretenders, but I have pretenders, but they're going to be really freaking good in the next year or two. They're a team. team,
1: I think they're pretenders, too. I'll play devil's advocate for the contender just for the conversation. Because, as you know, if you've been listening to us, you guys know too. I'm like the Bengals are one of those teams I can just kind of root for. They've always been bad, and I have no real association with them as a Giants fan. So it's like guilt free cheering for them, right? And Joe Burrow, I was not the biggest Burrow fan at LSU. I'm a fan of his because he looks almost exactly the same in the pros and he's a baller. He, you could just tell he cares. You can tell he's playing with heart. He has that, that trait that, you know, Rogers has that where it's like, you think Rogers don't care because he's just really calm all the time. I never, I don't get that feeling. I, I, I like you watch Aaron Rodgers. You can tell he's like, I want to wreck you and win by 500 points. And I kind of get that, uh, that same vibe from Joe Burrow. And you're calling them pretenders only. And this is the Steelers fan on the pod. He's only saying they're pretenders because they're this young and it's just too early. right? Because everything we we see, me and you are looking at it like, I know you especially, you're looking at it like,
0: shit. (laughs) They're going to be good. Their defense still has some work to do. It's really the defense. And they still got to get their offensive line fixed. Chase,
1: bro. Chase
0: looks like a superstar. Listen, I drafted Chase and my other fantasy league, the one that counts, and they all killed me. I said, y'all are idiots. I said, trust me, they gave up on Penny Sewell to get this guy because Joe Burrow wanted him. Even if he does suck, one thing I do know, they're going to force him to football. And he don't and suck. And he don't suck. And when
1: he- you, when oh. you are so good, as when I was watching the game, I had a brain fart, and I was just like, because uh, there was a bad drop, right? And I was like, I can't believe they're just giving the Ocho Cinco number to anybody. I was like, oh shit, that's T. Higgins, and he had a couple good catches after after that game because the the Bengals game was, was and the pa- Bengals Packers game this weekend was crazy. Was it five consecutive missed field goals? I watched something it, like, and I and I, to, I was cheering for the like Bengals to, just to show my bias, my NFC bias. Did not want to see the Packers win that. Oh, I was rooting for the Packers. <laughs> you no, know. I know, I know. But <laughs> that was one of those games where you're watching it and you're not mad at either team you're mad at the kickers of both teams even if you if it yeah, was the team that you weren't cheering for you're just kind of like i can't believe neither you guys want it because what rogers is doing everything burrow was doing everything and that's crazy because i was watching i saw burrow play against uh, trevor lawrence this year now and i've seen him play against the packers this year now and he's a baller he's if a there's baller. one if there's one team we're wrong about on this list and i had to bet because i don't think you know we're, we're wrong about anybody we've said it so far Calling the Bengals a pretender, if they stay just at the level they're at right now, you don't, I don't want to see, I don't want to go to to Paul Brown Stadium first week of the playoffs for the wild card round. I don't want to be that team. I don't know which, like if you're the Titans, and and say you're the Titans and you have to go to Cincy. Now, the.
0: I don't yeah, want to see that. I I,
1: the Steelers, you don't want to go to Cincinnati. <laughs> like, they're,
0: they're, they're good, man. I, I'm going to give credit when credit is due. They're good. They got weapons galore. T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. We we keep forgetting about him. Tyler Boyd, obviously Jamar Chase. Their offense is dynamic. The only reason why I, I think they're pretending because their defense is still lackluster. They have a good defensive line, but um the defense is still lackluster, and that offensive line is still trash. They've been better than they were last year, but they're still pretty trash. And that's and that's insane to think that this is how good their offense is. What a bad offensive line. God forbid when they fix it, Lord help us all. But imagine, dude,
1: imagine if some by some miracle the Bengals had two first-round draft picks this year and was able to get Sewell and Chase. And how I know you'd be like, I don't want to be in this division anymore. <laughs> like, but I don't know, man. I'm excited as hell. If you're
0: a Bengals fan, you gotta you be, be So excited. You gotta be excited. It's, it's like it's what you've dreamed of. I mean, I mean, honestly, if you're a Browns fan, you're pissed. It's like really like they their rebuild phase was like one bad year, and now they're right back to being good. <laughs> I mean, Burrow was so good in college,
1: I think everybody was like, No way, this is gonna translate to the pros. And in these glimpses, and these in these big moments in these games, these are okay. The game's on the line. There's a big drive. If it's the third or fourth quarter, Burrow has shown up every single time I've watched him. He's like, "Oh, we need a first down. I'm gonna go get a first down." If go he doesn't get a down. first down,
0: it's because the wide receiver dropped in his numbers. And, and, and the funny thing is, and a lot of times, it's not even with his arm, it's with his leg. Like he's just tough. Like he just runs, and he he got hurt yesterday just running and got absolutely clipped and I was like oh my god I thought I thought he what happened to him was what happened to Daniel Jones I thought he was done and I and I have him on my fantasy team too and I was like oh no he's out but he came back like he's just a tough dude and he's from the area he's from southeast Ohio Cincinnati Southwest but it's only a two-hour drive or something like that two and a half hour drive he's from that part of Ohio they, they're gonna embrace him they're gonna love him he's gonna be a and he's the type of dude Cincinnati deserves, right? Because Cincinnati is one of those places, like, oh my God, you're going to go there. To, you know, that's where you go for your career to die. I really do think he's going to be their savior. Whether he wins a Super Bowl or not, I don't know. But like, they're going to be a playoff contender for as long as he's healthy, you know, in the near future. And I, I think if they are in the playoffs and winning games in the playoffs for the next 10 years, that's all you can hope for. And I know they're one of those teams that's never won a Super Bowl, so they want to have one. But and I'm not saying they can never win a Super Bowl again. If they get that defense together, especially if they get the offensive line together, they can easily be one of the best teams. I wouldn't be surprised if three years from now we're like the yeah no the Bengals are like a top two team in the, in the AFC. I mean, like or the, the way they, if they if yeah. they fix the line if
1: they if they hit right this year and next year with the first two picks like you know first and second round picks each year and they go offense defense or defense offense however it works out specifically for their team and, and how the draft, you know, works out. There's no reason that the Bengals – the conversation in two years should be Bengals-Browns
0: for the AFC North. That, that's not the foreseeable and future. Probably, and I mean, honestly, I, because he's, and you wanted to do a, a QB tier list, I think we should say that for the next pod because that's really interesting. I want to do more research on this. Mm-hmm. I think, especially in the AFC, we're going to be talking about Bengals-Chargers for the next decade, bro. And, well, the Chiefs, obviously, but – Bengals chargers those two those two dudes man those two are dudes when you have a dude you're gonna win and those and joe Burrow is a dude justin herbert is a dude um that dude to be precise yeah that that dude and i'm saying dude because i don't want to say the word i want, I really want <laughs> <laughs> but i like i like how you, you you're about to say that word i get i get some shit for saying fucking shit a couple times upon you like but no i'm not doing it but the point of the matter is if you're a Bengals fan, you got to be excited. They got to fix the line. But again, from what we're hearing, they wanted to. Burrow's the one that pushed for Chase. They were the ones that wanted A Sul. So it's not, it's, they know they got to fix the line. Which I mean, is right good.
1: now, it which looks good. really good that they went with the player. Like, it's a win win for them because it, when you go with the player's choice and they, you let them be the GM and it fails, you, you look like a fool. You look boo boo the fool, right? And then if they, if they, who hit, now you're the smart a smart organization that put faith in your player, and now the whole locker room trusts you more if you have to make a hard decision. It's right. it, it's one of those, you're
0: damned if you do, damned if you don't. But and, if it and, hits, and double points. Hit. And now they're like, all right, Joe. And I'm sure Joe Burrow's not stupid. He, he's the one that hurt his ACL last year. He's like, no, no, please protect me. I just wanted that guy. And the reason why I want that guy is because we saw Justin Jefferson, who probably should have won. Uh, 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 should have one uh rookie I for, I forgot Justin Herbert did break a mad records that's why he got it oh, but man. if he didn't if he didn't Justin Jefferson we forget Justin Jefferson was the number 2 guy on that team. Jamar Chase was the dude on that LSU team. So I knew Jamar Chase was going to be good. Uh the funny thing is he probably is not going to be as good as Jefferson Jeff, Justin Jefferson is in the pros because the way they play is different. Justin Jefferson only has to share the field with Adam Thielen uh, Jamar Chase again. They, they got Tyler Boyd. They got T Higgins. He's one of like a crew. Yeah, and but I think I
1: think Chase is such the clear number one on that team right now. Like for, for oh, all the prep right, I did right, for right now. Teams.
0: Boyd is still like their number one, but but Chase is obviously the big play dude. When they need a big play, that's who they're going to. So <laughs> you know how good you know how good the Bengals sound when you, when you're like, yeah, T
1: Higgins is that third guy if he gets open, and then you're like, wait, if he gets open, <laughs> I mean when he's open, yeah. yeah. right. <laughs>
0: When you decide to throw it to him?
1: <laughs> because man, you, you know how I like I thought that was a great pickup, you know, when they drafted him. So yesterday when I just showed how that, that senior moment I had at you know my my old football age of 32, because I see 85 on the Bengals. I'm gonna I, as a fan, Ocho Senko.
0: Ocho Senko. First so first when on, he dropped is, it the other I'm sorry, it, that, that is BS that they gave his number one. Unless Ocho unless Ocho blessed him, like 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 Michael. But,
1: then, but T Higgins it. had that bad drop. There's a couple plays yesterday where he you know had a had made the play right and he walked off and he had a swag to him and i was like that's what i need to see if you're gonna have this 85 while you're a bengal you need to ball because if chase was 85 it would be a thing like the means alone would be a thing so i'm i'm trying to cheer for t higgins because people have kind of forgot he wasn't a bum coming out of college and oh, the fact dude. that he's like i feel well, like he was he's a second, he was a stick round pick Who's a second round pick? But I think I feel like he's been lost in the shuffle with all the tap because let be—he's at the deepest position in the league.
0: So I, I feel—I just feel like with Chase just on the glow up right now, like he—he's—he's yeah, a, he's a, he's a young dude that, that's kind of getting lost again. It's like the Chargers, right? And like nobody's really paying attention to the Bengals. But T. Higgins is a really good player. So unless the Bengals are like a top seed, top seeded team, nobody's going to remember t higgins and you're seeing all the jamar chase stuff because that was such a big deal and jamar chase made some great play. he made a catch yesterday that was just like oh my god
1: we said that once every week so far <laughs> but also before we move on just for context of why i read off all those stats about the cardinals and, and you and some of you might have been thinking like the fuck's all this mean it's not even that impressive not putting in context it's only five games the Bengals, for all the praise we just looked on the pretenders that are the Bengals, right? Air quotes on pretenders. They've only had 85 first downs, 23 by rushing, 57 by passing, and ironically, five by penalty. Do do you guys understand how many, how much many more first downs the Cardinals have gotten? And we've been talking about how ball in this Cincinnati Bengals offense has been. Just because it's apparently you you heard the stats, the Cardinals are spreading it out that well that you don't know where the threat is. And they run a lot more of those uh I'm going to say SMU because I saw the 30 for 30 not too long ago again. Like those, 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 when you run out, these the little pitch to the uh, the halfback and he runs all the way around to the outside. They run those to perfection because you have to treat Kyler Mary like a, like a threat. There's no way around it. So uh, good luck, man. Good luck on your division. I know you, I know you a little smirk about the Cowboys. At least they're older. They're
0: not as young as this team is. That's at the old age and not 30 yet. <laughs> listen, like, listen, I'm, listen, I'm, like I said, I love having a great division. I really, I take pride in that because again, I still believe the Steelers. I, I do believe the Steelers are going to get a quarterback one day. They're going to fix the offensive line, and we're going to be right back in it. So when we win our division, I don't want to hear, oh, the, oh, you want to – no, yeah, we be Oh the no, fans. I'm with, dude, I'm with you. If the Steelers the, win this the division, it's the, the Ravens and the Browns, and we're still the top dog,
1: bro. You, you know how big I am on the Ravens. You know, like low key. The irony of all the praise I just gave the Bengals. If the Giants didn't exist, even my own Giants family would be like, you'd be a Ravens fan. Well, you know, I'm sorry. I'm 32 and most of my life, if it, I had a fun team, especially the defense. So like, I'm a big Lamar Jackson fan. And on this pod, I'm trying to be objective. Fuck the Cowboys. I'm trying to be objective. And I said that the, the division's going to go through the Ohio teams, Not Baltimore, who, let's be real, in our, you know, general lifetime, have been just as dominant as the Steelers, if not Absolutely. more. Absolutely. I would say more because they've had two defenses that could be all time: the one that one with Flacco, and then the one with uh, in two thousand when they just molly-whopped my Giants in the Super Bowl. So I'm praising the the Bengals and the Browns in the context of that. For all the shade I think the Steelers, if they end up winning the division this year, that is. A huge not, notch on Big Ben's legacy and Tomlin's legacy. If you guys, the Steelers, I mean, somehow pull out the North in the next two years. I don't see it happening, but that but the North looks deep and it's awesome. It's been the this is the deepest the North has looked since the Bengals had that dude that quit once to the Raiders at
0: Ocho Seca and, and Hushman Zeta and all that. Yeah. Absolutely. Throwback. <laughs> Absolutely. So just to wrap this up, you mentioned the Titans before. I have them as contenders. You have them as pretenders. Hell
1: no, they ain't no contenders. They lost the re- to the Jets.
0: The reason the reason why I have the only reason why I have them as contenders is because they have not been fully healthy yet. They haven't been able to ingratiate Julio and AJ Brown and all this stuff yet. I'm I'm sitting here thinking once they get healthy towards the end of the year, they're gonna be good. King Henry is still leading the league and rushing for the third straight year right now. He's also on my fantasy team. He's like single-handedly won me my last two weeks. Um, So he's still been balling despite all that stuff. They're a good team. Their defense is not the greatest in the world. But, again, I think offensively, they still haven't even figured out how to uh, acclimate Julio Jones and A.J. Brown yet. So I'm looking towards the future and saying, yo, if they figure that out, that's a good team.
1: No, they are a good team. But we're playing contender-pretender.
0: And – just for the context of it, I, yeah, well, I, that's what I'm saying. In the playoffs, I don't want I don't want to have to stop Derrick Henry and Julio and AJ Brown, I,
1: I, and I and I feel like that. that. De-
0: grant, granted, that defense is some is a defense you can easily score on, which is the change.
1: Be- now that's the that, that, that's the caveat, right? The last couple of years when I've been praising the Titans on our pod, this is season three. So since, since we've been recording together, the, the 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 Titans defense has been good, and their strength the last couple of years was the linebacker core. Not necessarily the pass rush, but the linebackers. And they had a decent secondary. They, they lost to Dory Jackson to the Giants and made a couple of, of adjustments, signing your boy and all that. And the defense isn't as good as it was in the, in the, in the last couple of years. With that being said, King Henry right now has over 600 yards to the first five games. He's amazing. I'm not knocking them. I, I've also come to respect Tannehill. He's better than I thought he was. All, all props to Mike Vrabel on that. But with all that said, I, ju- I have no faith in him. I don't I, like they, they are not the team. I, I don't care. Whoever you guys think are the eight teams that are going to make the playoffs out of the AFC or whatever. The Titans are the ones I think lose like the, the AFC is pretty, sta- both, both sides are pretty stacked for all, all things considered. And I, like, that's why I said them before, if, if by magic, the Bengals well, make the playoffs also, this year.
0: Also, the Titans are probably going to win the division, right?
1: Mm-hmm. um i think i think the chargers can go in there and, and beat the titans in in, in nashville i think i think almost any team you're going to say with the exception ironically of the raiders like that that's where you know what i mean like that's where i'm putting them if the raiders are pretenders that the titans have to be pretenders the raiders are contenders the titans are contenders but if the raiders are pretenders i can't say the titans aren't cuz i'd have no faith in the titans to go anywhere and win I'm not say like they they won in foxborough Props. I'm not. I'm not. But that I mean, was a couple we,
0: years we, ago. We forget they were in the ARC Championship two years ago. And again, I'm basing this off a of reputation. I just like with the Raiders, I'm I'm betting on them screwing this up. I'm betting on the Titans figuring it out. Is what yes. I'm saying. And and and, and, we, and, and Mike Vrabel they figure it out. They they have a recipe for success in the playoffs.
1: Oh no, they figure it out. They are a good team as anybody else. I'll, I'll say that. They 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 because Vrabel really is a good coach. So far, from what I've seen of him, he's like one of the only people from this Bill Belichick tree that's worth a damn. So he's the one. King Henry is an all-time, another generational running back. For all the hate the running backs get in this day and age that people don't even think they should go in the first round, Derrick Henry didn't go in the first round. If you go back and look at that draft, don't fucking tell me that every other pick was justified that Derrick Henry should have went in the second round. Bullshit. I don't care. Oh, alignment well, are more important and, and, and pass rush and yada, yada. Generational talent. And you're going to be like, oh, well, Derrick Henry wasn't a ger- generational talent. Derrick Henry's not a generational talent. If you treat him like he's only a third down back, if you treat him like he's Derrick freaking Henry and mind you, the Titans didn't start winning until they did that because they had DeMarco effing Murray when they drafted Derrick Henry. It is a different regime. So give him all, give him all that credit. But do I think that they're going to go into L.A. and beat the Chargers or vice versa? I think the Chargers have a better chance at winning in in Tennessee than Tennessee has a chance of winning in L.A., despite all we said about fans and everything. Why? Because I believe the Chargers are more talented. You know what would be an awesome game? And it's not even awesome. It's awesome, like, for nerds like me and you or more me because I'm the one that seems to be the more old school. Like, I'm down with three yards in a cloud of dust football. And if it's the Browns Titans at any point in the playoffs, as pissed as ESPN would be for whatever the highlights are going to be of that game,
0: I'm sitting there like hell yeah, let's go because. But, but, but that's I guess that's my point too. I I still believe the Titans have a like, like I said, I think they're like the Cowboys that will punch as chancing as everybody.
1: I think I, the Cowboys, and just for context of this whole ranking, so everyone can hear me, then you, and you, uh, because I've, I've said fuck the Cowboys the most. The Cowboys are so much better than the Titans.
0: No, no, like, I I, I, like, I agree with all that. I, like, I, I'll, I'll put it to you this way: if There's a tier list. If there's a tier list of what I'm putting as a contender, the Titans are just making that. But again, I'm looking at what they have. Again, with Julio. Yeah, you're
1: you're saying a full strength what they can be if they all play to their potential. And 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 hey, man, roll tide. If you if you notice my bias when it comes to the college, it, it kind of goes uh, Alabama. LSU, and then everybody else, or Rutgers would be next for my blatant love of college players. Um Bama, LSU, and Rutgers are, I'm just going to kind of like you and have a bias for you in the NFL. And then it's like Notre Dame and Penn State <laughs> are the ones I'm just going to hate on you for no reason, which is fine because some of my favorite players came from there. Justin Tuck, Saquon Barkley. So, you know, at least I'm fair to a certain extent. Fuck the Cowboys. But...
0: <laughs> but yeah let's let's wrap it up with the saints we oh we...
1: god damn it i forgot there was one more team that's how much they're a pretender pretended we beat them the giants beat them by ourselves
0: in New Orleans. like they are no not contenders get out of here bro get no out of no, here bro. with this y'all don't want to watch me the only reason why i'm again the only reason why i'm saying contender is i look at them the same way i look at the titans no 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 uh no Michael Thomas, and my battery is about to die soon, so I'm going to wrap this up. No no Michael Thomas. Uh, James Winston is still trying to figure it out. They're very inconsistent. They win, then lose. and when They won last. They won yesterday, so they'll probably lose next week, and I'll sit there and say, okay, they suck. But the point of the matter is I think by the end of the year, this is going to be a good team. They still have a decent defense. James Winston is figuring that he's playing his best football statistically. I think he's going to find that healthy balance of, yo, bro, be that dynamic player that you are, but just don't make those mistakes, bro. I, and again, it's still early. I'm predicting that by the end of the year, they're going to really gel on offense because they still. Because right now, I think their biggest problem they still haven't figured out an identity. Like, you the, know, like last the Titans, week, the, identity, the Titans
1: lost to the Jets. They're not a contender. The Saints lost to the Giants. They're not a contender.
0: It's football, bro. It's it football. is. It it's, is. Fo- the steel. The Steelers have lost to to to. Bad teams, the seals lose a bad a bad game every year. No, I get every that, year. and the Steelers aren't contenders. Not this
1: year, exactly. Year. But and, and other Saints, other... the Saints are not contenders this year. I don't know.
0: I'm saying every year, including years we've won the Super Bowl. That was our that was one thing you could pencil in. We were going to mess around and lose two games every year that we had no business losing, bro, 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 bro. Look at your TV.
1: My TV's not on. Oh shit. Well, breaking news, John Gruden and the Raiders parting ways after a review of email show use of racist, misogynistic, and anti-gay
0: language. Oh, no. Really? That's crazy. And we
1: are recording when it
0: happened. Boom. About
1: fucking time this happened when we were actually on the pod, because usually we rap, and then you send me a text like, you see the news? No. (laughs) Like, so we're here. And this has just happened. The game's on. As for everyone listening to this on Tuesday or the next day or next week or, or a month from now, wherever you want to listen to it. The game is on right now. The one and three Colts, seven up seven to nothing against the three and one Ravens. And holy shit across ESPN, John Gruden is out. What what is this year four of the 10-year contract? Yeah. But so he still has 60 million guaranteed to him.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. Bro. Why listen, no that air. air. You have to talk Raiders <laughs> are going to Raider. I think we just wrap We were head.
1: never more prophetic than, bro. Okay, so there's two. one of two things are about to happen. This is my bold prediction. This just happened. You're getting our real reactions to this as if me and Brett were just talking on the phone. Either they're going to get better and be dangerous, or this is the beginning of the tailspin, and it's all going to blow up. I'm actually more leaning to they might improve. What about you?
0: Raiders are going to Raider. I think. I think we're. I think they're in for another decade of, of suckiness. I mean, but to be very fair, though, that's a good team. They should be able to get whoever they want. That that should be a very attractive job. So it's just a matter of who do they get. So I that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like they, they could actually
1: get a good coach or even a be, or you know, a decent interim coach.
0: Do you, think if, Airbnb, do you think Arabian enemy would, would leave the Chiefs to go to the Raiders? You think
1: the Chiefs are going to let him go to the Raiders midseason? You Yo, pass whatever legal you got smoking that
0: hey, shit. Hey, listen, they're struggling right now. I don't know. I don't know. I
1: don't know. Bro, that is some... I don't, I don't know what edibles you had to say that shit after this part. <laughs> like,
0: I'm just saying. It bro, is...
1: that, no, that's rivals. Like, oh, you think... uh. You think the uh, the Cowboys are going to trade us digs if we give them
0: a good pack? No, <laughs> like,
1: like no, hell no, <laughs>
0: like. Oh well, hold on. I know it's a football pod, but apparently the Nets are going to trade Kyrie Irving to the rival Sixers. So you know anything possible, bro? Can you can you save all our our passive
1: aggressive and angry? Nets takes for when we actually do the Nets pod again. You're right. You're right. Let
0: me, let me wrap. We got,
1: man. we got less than a week before the regular season. We've got right. Let it. me,
0: let me wrap before, before my computer dies. You can find me at never for break me. N-E-V-A underscore the number four B-R-E-T-T underscore M-E on Instagram and Twitter. And,
1: and you know where you can't find John Gruden in Las Vegas.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> no, you might still be in Las Vegas. You uh, well, you're right. Because side.
1: Las Vegas is a fun city. I hear it. It's full of sin and a lot of fun things, but right. <laughs> you can find us at www.thedope.blog You can find me at not the chuck d on all the socials. You can find us at the underscore dope blog on Instagram and at the dope blog all one word on Twitter. And yeah, we'll probably do the tier list. Brad has to figure out how to uh, visually show you the tier list that you find online with the S A B C D E F or whatever. Right. And uh it. and we're we're probably gonna do 27 and under. And maybe we'll yeah. we'll hike it up to twenty eight. You know, like they're not saying thirty is an old quarterback,
0: but there's some deep. Well, usually usually this twenty five and under, but there's too many quarterbacks that are really good that are right over twenty five that we should still. Yeah,
1: and there, there's some yeah. quarterback. I think like tw- like we we when we do the research, we'll we'll pick the age and we'll do the tier list accordingly. We're gonna have the Nets propaganda coming up soon. Shang Chi spoiler talk
0: will be up the next this pod after one. Yep. this one. So. Yep. And if you're watching this on YouTube, please like, share, subscribe. We love you guys. And join us next time as we continue to discuss other people's excellence. Peace. Deuces. Don't bother me. I'm working. Don't bother me. I'm working. Don't bother me. I'm working. Don't bother me. I'm working.